Burgers are best fresh from the grill. Well, more specifically, burgers with Hellman's Real Mayonnaise. It's so rich and creamy that it instantly makes any burger irresistible. And what backyard barbecue is complete without some potato salad? Not just any potato salad, of course. Potato salad highlights the rich, creamy goodness of Hellman's Real Mayonnaise. So if you want to take your barbecue season to the next level, stock up on Hellman's Real Mayonnaise. For great recipe ideas, visit hellmans.com. When you pull up to game night in the all-new Camry, but it's actually bingo night. Mini golf, anyone? It's a Camry vibe. The all-new, all-hybrid Camry, Toyota. Let's go places. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. It's the footballiest time of the year. With quarterbacks throwing and tailgaters ready for some brats and beer. It's the pig, pig skinniest time of the year. Hi and hello football fans, it's your old pal Dave, Dave Damashek. What's going down? I hope all's well wherever you are. Of course it is, because football, as the song goes by the one-man house band Dick Banks there, it is the footballiest time of the year, and as we say all the time, it's always football season. Clearly, look at how gaga America went on Wednesday when the schedule was unveiled for 2014. We're going to pour over it right now, and let's uh, begin doing just that. But let me remind you, as always, that uh, the Dave Damashek football program is available on iTunes. Subscribe to it, or you can check us out at NFL.com slash Sheck. This is an exciting show, and I got to tell you, walking in the door today, my emotions were low because I make no secret of the fact that I root for teams from the banks of the three rivers, Pittsburgh, PA, and my Pittsburgh Penguins suffered a horrific, horrific defeat last night at the hands of the Columbus Blue Jackets. I'm sick about it, but Black Tie boosted my spirits. Producer behind the glass, he has carved up the schedule release and used it as a reason to give us four quarters worth of content. That's what he's called them, four quarters. He's given us a bunch of questions he wants us to answer here. It's really like he's a producer or something. He's, he's produced the show here. So let's dig into it right now. We're going to go over the 2014 schedule, the highlights, the lowlights, our complaints, our corrections, so on and so forth. Let's do it right now with the man seated to my immediate right from NFL Network and NFL.com. It's Adam Rank. What's the poop, fellow? Hey, boss. Thanks for having me. Sure. Back-to-back podcast for the first time in what seems like a long time. Some streak you're on, Rank. I know. It's unbelievable. Even <laughs> Black Tie, is, uh, his jaw's on the floor. He's yes. His current streak, I think, is three straight podcasts himself. You've wow. been on two in a row. Wow. I don't know what I'm doing, but I must be living right to see, see you guys on repeat occasions <laughs> like this. It's quite a thing. Anyhow, alert, Handsome Hank is going to be stopping by, so it's going to be two straight podcasts with him in a row oh, as well. Oh, it's just glorious. With so, the band. 
Um, and uh, my bo- my spirits were also boosted as a Pittsburgh Lumbus. sports fan. I saw Rod Woodson, Hall mm-hmm. of Famer, um, walking around the halls, and we kibitzed a little bit. We we commiserated, in fact, about the Penguins. He, in fact, is uh, still a Pittsburgh Penguins and Pirates fan. He oh, likes those cool. guys. Yeah, it is neat. Um, also, we're going to be out of the NHL playoffs, you and I, not not too long. From I know now. your Kings oh, and uh, and my Penguins, but I don't know. I'm not giving up hope yet. On no, the you've got to still in it. It's just crazy. Something we talk all the time about: Peyton Manning. You have to deliver in the big moments. Mm-hmm. Well, Sidney Crosby, the best player in the world, and Geno Malkin, one of the top five players in the world, neither scored a goal in this series it's disgusting i don't want to talk about hockey anymore i want to talk about don't give me the the, the inception schedule. horn nfl schedule guys. i Let's was moving on before you even played that sound i want to say this though about rod woodson he was drafted 12th overall by the new york giants in the nfl all-time draft of 2014 it continues to roll on i think we are through picks. wait who'd the bears get Bears took Deacon Jones, of oh, Mississippi like Valley State. See, that's, yeah. that's a great uh, moment for me. With it's a good two, fit. My two teams coming together. It's interesting. This is something we did uh, a week or so ago, and uh, like I say, it's up. we're up through pick 21 now, I think. It follows the actual draft order that the teams will be drafting in next month, or actually, what, two weeks from now, we'll, they'll, they'll be doing it, and by their current needs, their team needs, the only difference is rather than just picking from the current pool of college players it's all of time so like i say rod woodson is now with the giants uh ronnie lott of usc is now a pittsburgh Steeler, so Hmm. on and so forth Uh, john elway of stanford is the new quarterback for the houston texans anywho check it out it's uh it's lots of fun um but rank let's look at what's going down in 2014 after the draft and I see that there are a number of questions here. I, I'll, I have a question of my own, but let's okay. do what uh, what Black Tie wants us to do here. Let's address his questions. Quarter number one, kickoff. Are you going to do like a, wh- a whistle and stuff with that? No, I just have a buzzer for the end of the quarter in case you guys are going too long. I got you. So Black Tie posits, or doesn't posit, he asks us, what week one matchup are you most looking forward to rank? I'll start with you. Well, we're going to have to take the Bills at Bears out of it, right? Because you don't want to do favorite team type of things. Because well, that's, that's what that I look one. at. That's what I looked at first is to see who the Bears were playing. Sure enough. I, I, I get you there. The thing that jumps out to me, though, before we launch into specifics is I say it every year. And, yeah, it's terrific NFL. And looking at the games, no matter what week, it's going to be fun. And, oh, that's going to be a fascinating game. But don't you understand, NFL, people who make this schedule – we just are getting out of the, the metaphorical desert here. We've mm. gone through spring and summer. We've been so far away by the time late August, early September rolls around. The Seattle over Denver Super Bowl will seem like it was a decade ago. We don't need juicy games in week one. Just give it. It's We're just emerging from the desert. We're starved and dehydrated. We don't need a filet mignon and lobster and some delicious, I don't know, fancy wine. Give me a glass of water and a hunk of bread. I just need to satiate myself. I'm not, beggars can't be choosers. I'll take what up, you got. You'll end up throwing up that meal anyways. That's right. Like the kids on Survivor, they don't go out and they can't eat a huge meal immediately. They have to hey. eat like rice water or something like that. I don't need these games that have legitimate playoff implications Right out of the gate. It's too much for me. Are you talking about divisional games or are you talking about this Packers-Seahawks game? All of them. I I, I mean, I definitely don't like like the divisional games. That's for sure. That's one of the rules that I've tried to propose. If Adam Carolla could get the 
uprights extended. I want to do something where there is not a divisional play and not a divisional game until at least week four, ideally week six, and then you call that rivalry week. And then, I love rivalry week. This is what I've been pushing. I like rivalry week, but the tweak I make is that along with everybody loves rivalries in any sport. Right. You don't need the divisional rivals. I mean, we already have those no, no, in no, place. Those. In addition to that, you make regional rivalries. Now, every team doesn't have a natural regional rival, but about two thirds of the NFL teams do. You, you know, starting off in the Keystone State, you could have the Keystone Bowl every year. You could of have course. the Steelers and Eagles play one another. People would be captivated by that within that state. Likewise. If the Cowboys and Texans played annually, people would go crazy in the Lone Star State. And so on. Dolphins v. Bucks. You just do. Is it inner? I get, I, you know what? That's one of those things. I should know that. As somebody interconference. Who's, yeah, something like that. My vocabulary should be better. Is it interconference or intra-conference? Intra, I believe. If you play against the opposing conference. Something, I think it's intra Anyway, go ahead, Rank. But Tell us your most... Uh, the, the but, ju- that's the thing. but that's the thing, though. So you start because... If you look at college schedules, for the most part, they stay the same. They just flip home and away right. every year. So you have six games which are the same every year. So weeks six, seven, and eight are your divisional games. And then every team has a bye either week nine, 10, 11, and 12. Those are the only weeks that have bye weeks. I like this. Two this divisions, is something you've long uh, pushed for. I agree Two divisions that. take off for the for one month. You rotate that in. And then the, the last three weeks of the season, again, you go back to the divisional games and then go 17, I love that, 16, man. 15. And then, you know what? Because I kind of like, okay, Packers, Seahawks, I can understand where you don't want the juicy game there, but this is a chance where the Packers are still in it because they could fall off the table this year. So I don't mind that one as much. I, I love that the Chargers are playing the Cardinals in the late Monday night game because those are two teams. They're somewhat regionally close. They kind of, I don't they don't have a rivalry by any sense of the imagination, but it's fun. It's going to be a fun matchup. Are the Cardinals going to be able to take the next step? Is that defense is really good? That division is tough. The Chargers are they going to be able to build off of some of the things they did last year? Now that Ken Wisenhunt is no longer the offensive coordinator, so I really like that game. And of course, the 49ers at Cowboys. That's a good one. I, Adam, I'm, the question asked for one matchup, buddy. I'm sorry. Okay, fine. We got Bills, three Bills at Bears. It makes the point that I made at the top. All the games are fun. I don't care. It's a week one. I haven't seen pro football in eight months. I'll take any game. I, I don't need. Right. I don't need a high quality matchup. Just give me any two pro football teams playing one another, and By I'll the be way, satisfied. This is weird too. There's only two one o'clock games on the opening weekend. You got ah. the Panthers and Bucks and the 49ers Cowboys. The rest of them are 10 a.m. games. Uh, oh, you're saying you yes. Those- so the later, the late afternoon game. There are only two. There, yeah, you're there's right. There's just two of them, and it's like, okay, because the only game, because I will probably, uh, we'll do Fantasy Live, and then I'll probably bail, and then go home and watch the Bears and the Bills, and that's, and then I'm going to miss all these games, because I'm not going to care, because I just want to see how the Bears are. I got, well, see, they, they have this. It's newfound. They have these it's remote controls and no, satellite no, dishes. No, you can watch no. all the games. You can flip away I'd at commercial time. I'd rather All right. Um, let's uh, say hello to the man who just joined us here in Studio 66, all the way from England originally. Now he lives in Southern California as our resident Miami Dolphins fan. It's Handsome Hank. He's Handsome Hank. He's Handsome Hank. He's Handsome Hank. Hello, handsome. How are you? 
I am energized by the schedule, Dave, just as it sounds like you both are. Yeah, we are. And I'll say this, right? Uh, we're talking uh, because uh, because Black Tie has put together a, a proper rundown, rundown. Like I a know, real show. That's the way some shows do things. Yeah. How will we know which direction to go off in when we just want to go off in our own direction? I'll make that choice. Okay. I'll just make that call. Um, the uh, But right out of the gate, this is what I'm talking about. The Dolphins, presumably, are going to have... A great deal of optimism at the start of the season. Yes, they are. Why do they have to play the Patriots right in Week One? That's too juicy a matchup. That's a that could affect the, how the division comes out. I don't like their first game being a big divisional matchup. Well, I mean, if if what you're talking about is the is the terrific start they get and the win that they have over Tom Brady's Patriots, oh, like they, they had in 2013 Miami when they come visiting Miami. I, I I would thoroughly agree with you. I think it is going to affect the way that they play for the rest of the season. It's going to set them on a uh, on a path which will inevitably end up in Arizona, where we'll you and I will celebrate them lifting the Vince Lombardi Trophy. Well, a couple that uh, you know talking about divisional matchups or otherwise, we're looking, we're picking our favorite game. Mm-hmm. If you could only watch one, and I guess let's strike. Rank went through a few of them. Uh, don't pick the your favorite uh, ball club, although. Right. If it's Johnny Football, or if for, with the Cleveland Browns, or for that matter, if it's Derek Carr, A.J. McCarron under center, and he's throwing it to Sammy Watkins and Josh Gordon, this could be some debut right. for the new look Mike oh, no. Pettin era. Wow, yeah. That, that's a fascinating one in Heinz mm-hmm. Field. And I looked at the Steelers' schedule. I'll cut to the chase here. I won't go through it one by one. But I'll tell you this. I went through the Steelers' schedule. I got them at about 10-6, and six, and that's not a homer that's pick. Good news. Yeah, that's not a homer pick. I correctly said two years in a row, 8-8 eight and eight for the Steelers, and they went 8-8 eight and eight both those years. I think this year, if you look it through, their worst case is 9-7. and seven. Their best case is probably 11-5-ish. and five-ish. As I tweeted yesterday, if you, if you went through your team schedule, which everyone does as soon as they right. see it and pick win-loss, if you predict your team wins fewer than 10 games, double-digit wins, they're actually going to go 3-13. and 13. <laughs> That's, That's basically so right, the way yes. it works. The it's optimism that skewed. fans have, yeah. if they don't get to 10, you're in a lot of trouble. I would maybe go away and leave the U.S. for the next eight months or so. <laughs> I, listen, Colts at Broncos is a wonderful game, of course. I just, you know, again, I'd love to see that one That's on the, the schedule one, in week me, 10. But for me, that's the one. Do you remember how much fun that one was last year? Yes, I do. That and game was fantastic, and it had my favorite finish to it when uh, Vontae Davis was interviewed on the field and said uh, he'd been, you know, how did you, how did you win this game? And he said, "We've been preparing all week for Tom Brady." Remember <laughs> That's that right. interview? That I love the Jim Ursay before the game opened the opened the dome, which they almost so never, did, never do, just to make it cold exactly. in there for Peyton Manning. But no, we didn't do it for that reason. Yeah. I don't know why. It was just a, a nice deal. night. Packers revisiting Seattle. I wish we would have gotten that one in uh, January just to see the Packers go back in there because, of course, in case you've forgotten, the last time they played a game there was the Fail Mary game. Who knows how different NFL history might look at the Packers won that game and how that would have affected their standing in the playoffs. Speaking of, there is a – we have created a bunch of movie trailers for the the schedule release, and there's a trailer dealing with just that. What's it called, Black Tie? It's called Fail Mary 2. Fail Mary 2. Date with Destiny. As a subtitle, and it deals with that exact same question: the altered NFL universe we're living in right now. I realized, by the way, the other day, no more. Everybody, it's it's hacky at this point to when you make make anything a sequel, or it's like, oh, the Niners and Seahawks are playing again, so it's uh, rivalry renewed. Um, electric Boogaloo. No more Electric <laughs> Boogaloo. That that reference has been tired now. <laughs> the one I think it needs to be replaced by is what was the name of the second Speed? 
out cruising or something like that. That's it what it needs to be it replaced. It wasn't called yeah. out cruising. That's for sure. It was like cruise Wait, or something. Has, has no, Mike Tyson speed? Oh, stop. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Not Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. That's a 1994 movie, if I'm not mm-hmm. mistaken. By the way, it's Speed 2 Cruise Control. Cruise. <laughs> See, that's good. Look, that's it's awesome. the renewal of the Packers and Seahawks 2. Cruise control. control. All right, handsome. With Jason we start Patrick. With you. We're gonna play the. That's right. We're gonna play the. Uh, we're gonna play everybody's favorite game. Has Black Tie seen it? The man who has seen about four movies in his entire life, even though he regards himself as a cinephile. Handsome Hank, Hank has he seen Speed Two? In or Speed? Ni- speed. In 1994, Black Tie was, I'm guessing, six years old, and there's so there's no way he will have seen Speed. That said, he has seen Speed 2. This isn't part of the quiz. Weird, But I bet he's seen Speed, but not... Hasn't seen Speed, but has seen Speed 2. Rank? Mm. Uh, He hasn't seen either one of them. Yeah, see, Rank plays it the right way. Just play it safe. Just say no, and you're going to win 99.9% of the time. You're going to be very impressed when I get this right. I'm going to say he has seen the original. Yeah, just to roll the dice here. Go ahead, Black Tie. Have you seen it? Guys, the answer is I have seen Speed One. Yes, and I've seen Speed Two. Half credit to Handsome. I don't know. That's very weird. Yeah, I've seen Speed One at least like eight times, and I still remember the score of that movie till today. I'm a big score guy, and that's one of my favorite scores. <laughs> You're a big guy. Sc- you watch. You've okay. seen like guy. you've seen less than ten movies you in your life. How do you? How do you? How are you a score guy? Well, the ladies will we, tell you that. <laughs> Um, all right, let's keep it moving, guys. All right, we'll Sorry. keep it moving. The game that I that jumps out to me, not We're necessarily still question one. You, yes, you do realize la- we have a level. I questions understand. Left. I just want to weigh in. There are a lot of interesting matchups. The one that jumps out to me, though, this isn't. If I had to pick only one game to watch, this wouldn't be it. But Saints at Falcons. I say the Saints are going to get the number one seed by virtue of their easier schedule. I don't think they're as talented as, let's say, the Seahawks. Or the Packers, but I think the way their schedule sets up, they're going to be thirteen and three this year and get the number one seed. However, it, this this will be a bad prediction if the Atlanta Falcons return to their form of two seasons ago, and we'll see if they have right out of the gate there in the dome. That's an interesting one. If the if the Falcons are anywhere close to what they were two years ago, right. then our uh, what we imagine is going to be the NFC this season will be thrown off kilter. Could be a fun one if Thomas Dimitrov, who who they, the Falcons draft six, and he loves to trade in the draft. Could be fun if he if he's traded up with the Rams to get Jadavian Clowney. Mm. Mm-hmm. And then you have Clowney chasing Breeze all over the field on, on opening weekend. True well, if enough. he's motivated. Yeah, um, if he wants to play this one. Is there a game you want to – that's such hokum. That's a, you watch Judavian Clowney. I'm Dom, I know, but I, th- this nonsense that now we've reverted back to it. In the October-ish – Jadavian Clowney, well, he, you can't draft him now. He doesn't work hard. Then, of course, as I predicted, the combine came around in his workout, and he dominated, and then he ascended back up to his rightful place atop the uh, the draft board. And now the last couple of days, now we're back to, well, I don't know if I like this guy's thing, and most people assume it's a smokescreen so that he falls but a But did you bit, see but. this thing in the big lead of all the players who have been recently compared to Lawrence Taylor, because we get this every year I with know, guys yeah, like right. Le- I, I, I LeVar, think I can name a lot of those. LeVar Arrington. LeVar Arrington. Andre Bruce was, was Andre Bruce. Lawrence Taylor. Derek Thomas, of yeah. course, was very good. Keith McCants. <laughs> Can't miss player. Percy Snow. Carnel- oh, don't go that far back. Julius Peppers. 
I love nothing. the Percy Snow pull. Love some Linebacker Snow. of Iowa, Kevin, Michigan State. Kevin Hardy, Simeon Rice, Andre well, Bruce. A lot of these, most of those names had good careers. The yeah. point is, is that L- L- Lawrence Taylor is arguably the greatest Aaron, football player of all time. So, of course, it's setting the bar gave, too high. Anybody is arguably the greatest football player. True enough. Yeah. Thank you. You want to make that argument? Bitten by my a, own snake. Yes. I also, I also, uh, <laughs> it, it, it's uh, that's a new one for me. Enough with saying. I would argue that. Just make the argument. Just argue Cut it. to the chase. We don't it's, need you to say, I would a, argue. The same thing of people going, I think, like, no kidding, it's what you think. I honestly believe. Oh, do you typically lie to us? Or, exactly. or yourself. Yeah. <laughs> or people who did interrupt by saying, I'm sorry to interrupt. Well, then why are you? If you were that sorry, you wouldn't do it. Um, all right. Let's get to question number two here. <laughs> Which team season? This will... is a one minute thirty segment in yes. Black Ties um... and his brain. Yes, this was only going to take us five minutes, and we've just done twenty eight minutes. Which team season will be decided in the first five weeks? And you mean that good or bad, right? You could be if people are excited about a certain. I said that for you know two years ago. That was a keen prediction. Everybody was high on the St. Louis Rams. Now history has forgotten those predictions, but everybody was, oh, that this is the team. Look out for the Rams. I said, look at their schedule. They're going to start the season zero and six, and sure enough, they did, and they were out of it. Handsome, I'll start with you. Does any team seem to have their schedule set up beautifully so that they should be four and one or six and zero or whatever, or will they start off so bad because of how uh, nasty there it sets up? Yeah, one that uh, jumped out at me last night when I was taking a look around: um, the Cleveland Browns are likely going to have a new quarterback, or we all hope they will. But mm-hmm. maybe that new quarterback doesn't start opening weekend. And so maybe Brian Hoyer's in there. I could see their first three weeks are at the Steelers, as you just discussed. Then they have to have the Saints come in there, and we we think the Saints are going to be a good team. And then division rivals, the Ravens, come in there as well. If Hoyer is, if they draft that rookie quarterback, and it's not you know with their first overall pick, which I suspect it may not be. I think that they then head into their bye week in week four. They could be zero and three, and they could be thinking we've got to hand the reins over to whoever that guy is mm. uh, in week five when they go to the Tennessee Titans. I mean, so the, again, at Pittsburgh, then the Saints in Baltimore, yeah, and then Pittsburgh rough, comes back around I, I in want mid-October. Good things. I want good things for the Browns this year. I mean, I think if the Browns are one of those teams. The Saints, for me at least, were a few years ago where it's like, I don't particularly care about the Saints, but I want them to finally win a Super Bowl. The Browns you sort of want good things for, at least if you're not a division rival. Of course. But, um, but yeah, I'm not... Uh, I'm not holding out much hope for them this time around. Rank, how say you? Good or bad? Again. This is going to be an, an interesting opening month for the Birds. As we mentioned before, they play the char- they play host to the Chargers on that first Monday night game. And by, again, we're talking Cardinals, right? Yes. Right. Cardinals. Sometimes, because the- there are a lot of, uh, there are a lot of winged I guess, yeah, I could have been talking the about the Ravens or something. Right. All right, fair enough. The Arizona or Cardinals. Or the World Champions. They yeah. also have wings. Well, that's birds. true. Yeah, that's true. All right, you've given me a lot to think of. Eagles, Eagles. our national bird. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. Okay, bird. the Orioles. No, no, no. no. Sorry, wrong. You're track. getting off my, track. My fault. I uh, no, but I looked at the Cardinals' schedule. And they play host of the Chargers in opening week. Then they have to travel to New York to go play the Giants, who could be a lot better this season. They hopefully, or they probably won't be as bad as they were last year. And then they play host to the 49ers in Week Three, which will be a pivotal game. Then they have their bye. Thank God they have their bye week in Week Four, so that. Another West Coast team can get that <laughs> early bye week out of the game and get the it over. great defender however, of all uh, things however, West Coast. <laughs> however, the Giants, thank goodness, the Giants have another late bye week. By the way, the Giants 
since 2008. They've had a bye week before week seven just once. But, excuse me, only once, I should say. But uh, that's good. So the Cardinals. So the Cardinals. They have their week. And then they play at Denver. I that's, get, a pretty, that's a pretty strong start to the season. Well, it's funny you say that because now I can jump in with my first five. And, and I guess we're all pessimistic by nature because we're, we're not picking the team that has a chance to, to get off on the right foot because it's so easy for them. I'm talking about those Broncos. I said again a week or two ago, I went through the schedule. I didn't need to see what time of the season these games were being played. All you have to do is dig up the Denver Broncos schedule for 2014 and then look back at the schedule they played in 2013. It was a cakewalk. Yes, they were an extraordinary team, an all-time great offense, and maybe this defense will be better, but this Broncos team collectively better be better than it was last year if they want to get anywhere close to 13-3 and in 2014. Dig this. Colts right out of the gate. Colts are going to have arguably the well, arguably. I better not say arguably. <laughs> I did that unironically too. They maybe have the and they maybe not is the response to that. Yeah. But you know what? Maybe not. But uh, they look to have among the toughest ske- schedules out there this year. Colts. Oh, and and my point is, Denver last year had one of the all-time great collection of pass catchers you'll ever see. With uh, you know who they were. How about the Colts, what they're going to have this year? They are going to have Kobe Fleener, Andrew Luck's college pal. Mm-hmm. We'll see about Dwayne Allen, what he what he has. The okay. other guy who, coming out of Clemson, was supposed to be a dynamic tight end. He's just been hurt too much. Mm-hmm. Then Reggie Wayne. Then T.Y. Hilton. And now Hakeem Nix, who's got something to prove, who's big and, uh, and tough. I, I don't know. Maybe it's gone for him. But if he is anything close to what he was, then that's the best collection of pass catchers in the AFC. So anyway, Colts at Denver. Then the Chiefs come to town. Then the Broncos go to Seattle. Then, like uh, Rank says, the Cardinals pay a visit. And then they go to the Jets. And then after that, they play the they, the Niners visit them. Then the Chargers. Then they go to New England. That, I mean... That first, and they have a bye week in week four, which you skipped over. I so skipped gonna, the bye, but their first but half gonna, of the season is just brutal. But they're going to have thirteen consecutive games. They're going to have to play. Mm-hmm. For, I, five. I mean, what? What is that? Five and three at best. I mean, Colts, Chiefs. Well, the Jets aren't going to be an easy, easy win, and they got the Forty ers Seattle's a loss. Well, you can say that Seattle's a loss, right? Well, but nothing's a guarantee. But if the Colts beat them anyway, so that's a. That's a brutal one. Um, I'd say they're the team that is going to be behind the eight ball, especially if the Chiefs knock them off. If the Chiefs can go in there and beat them and get the same red-hot start that they had um, a season ago, then uh, the Broncos are going to be in trouble. All right. Black Tie wants us to end his so-called first quarter here with this. Which team is poised to jump out to a surprising fast start? Rank. I don't know exactly what the parameters fast? are to a surprise what is start. surprising? Because I don't know what that I means. I don't know. You tell me. I don't, or Black Tie can tell us. It's a fact. team with a fairly with a good start, but once you look back on it, it's like, oh, they had an easy schedule. Like you said, the Broncos a couple of years ago when they went 6-0, and even the Cardinals when they started off hot two years ago when they went 4-0. Yeah, but they, team... they went to New England and won one of those games. I'll so start this one off. I, I'll start this one off because I know what team it is. It is the Houston Texans. If they have Jadavian Clowney and, again, one of those um, rookie QBs, and maybe even if they don't, that team is has a chance to be good. And even if they're only pretty good, listen to how they start. They start in Houston, which is significant, against RG3. 
and the Redskins. I don't know that that team's going to be any good with Jay Gruden. I know the reports are that RG3 looks great, but his but I think that is such a horrible hire. Jay Gruden, well, time will tell on that one. Then they're at the Raiders, at the Giants, home with the Bills, and then at the Cowboys. Nothing there scares me at all. They could be 5-0 and or 4-1 and by the time the Colts come to town in uh, on October 9th. They could be in great shape right back where everybody expected them to be last year. Handsome Hank, I'll say you. Uh, they could be. You're right, Dave. They may not be as well. They might. They might. They might not, not be. be. That's yeah. true. I, but this they is, certainly could be. This is going to get maddening. With yeah. Don't get too everyone's your OCD. Is gonna, even if you don't have it, you're going to get it from listening to this. So I'm my team, in. my team is is the Jets. I'm oh, sorry, the Raiders. The Raiders start off playing against the Jets, who are going to have you know Geno Smith or Michael Vick scrambling around behind there, trying desperately to find an open receiver. Then they have the Texans at home. Then they have. Then they go to the Patriots, and then they're taking the trip across the pond to play the Miami Dolphins in London. That's a big game on September the 28th. It's one of the I'm great hoping, uniform matchups. One of the, I'm hoping you and I may be there, Dave. Really? I'm hoping. I'd like we that. We could be there. I'm free. Um, but you might not be. But we might not be. But <laughs> So I, they could come. They, they then, like all teams that travel to London, have a bye after that. I'm hoping I could see them, you know, potentially, possibly. Being, um, being three and one uh, at, as they go into a bye in week um, five. Um, all right, Rank, how about you? I'm going to go with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers with new head coach mm-hmm. Lovey Smith. This is a good pick. They open up the season by playing host to the Carolina Panthers, who they will beat. I'm not, it's not may or might. They will beat the Panthers. Then they play host to the St. Louis Football Club, beat them. They're 2 and 0. Then they go to Atlanta. I'm going to say they beat the Falcons. 3-0, Steelers beat them 4-0. Oh, I don't like that. <laughs> I don't like the way that ended. But, all right, yeah, I, I listen, this, I, this is one of those teams that here in the spring, people are starting to get real excited about this Buccaneers team. I caution everybody uh, with, with, with this fact. Josh McNown is their starter. Let's. I mean the the fact that he played well for whatever it was three weeks or four weeks with Jay Cutler. The idea that that erases everything that preceded right. that nice month. Well, he's the starting quarterback. Just what? Not, well, what it's not, they, even, not even a, a competition. It's yeah, a, he's the starter. It might be John. It might be Johnny Football. That's the right be. pick. It That's might not it be. Could be. It might I not. I think <laughs> they should take Johnny Football. Yes, he's not. He's not going to be there. Jacksonville no, has. Jacksonville has to take him. Jacksonville like has to take him. I, You're right, but I don't understand how Lovey right. Smith could have had the career he had in Chicago, having created that big defense, and every every year, someone he must be nagging in his head. I'm sure we're missing something. I'm sure we're missing something. Oh, the quarterback. And he would find out at the end of the year he didn't have the quarterback. And now he goes into Tampa and he's like, Josh McCown, that's my guy. Did he learn nothing? <laughs> it's, it's so true. But like Rank says, who knows? Maybe they will do like Blake Bortles or something. That would make a lot of sense yep. from a no, PR standpoint Florida too. Here's, here's the thing. If they don't get Johnny Football, and again, the league should just mandate. Whatever, whatever the card is. That they, they hand to the commissioner. Like, he shouldn't even read it. Be like, uh, it would be so awesome. He just walks up, yeah, the Jags take uh, Johnny Football. Come on, I guys. Want to, yeah. I want him to say Johnny Football, too. I don't want him to say Manziel. <laughs> Johnny Football! 
And I, if, if it's if it's possible for him to somehow drop the mic too, yeah, that would be awesome. <laughs> but that seems like an unnecessary <laughs> way to fun. But all right, uh, that's the end of the first quarter, I guess. Wait, wow, did I? Not, that went long. He didn't even go. Black tie. <laughs> you didn't even let Rank speak. No, I said the the thing of the deal. Oh yeah, I said Tampa Bay. <laughs> oh, but I was going to say if they don't get it, they might as well just take Mike Evans. Okay. Yeah, that's what that's what I I keep seeing over and over is that uh, Vincent Mike Jackson Evans is and guy. the guy who everyone says he's like Mike Evans playing on the same team. That's I Josh McCown could just I'm throw in. it up and hope. That's well, that's the success that he had yeah. with the Bears with with uh, Jeffrey yeah. and Marshall. I think the right move is defensive minded coach, offensive improvisational kind of QB. That's the perfect mix that you want. I think that makes sense for the Buccaneers. And would make them interesting. And for more draft coverage, you can check out the uh, 24-7 College Podcast with Daniel oh. Jeremiah, Matt Money-Smith, and Bucky Brooks. Yeah, but you're not going to get the same type of insight. I don't know if uh, I don't know if that's a shot at us or not. <laughs> All right, we'll be back with the second quarter right after this. Hi, Dave Damashek here for Zippers on Your Jeans. I don't know where people decided to come back with the button fly jeans, but this is nonsense. It gets in the way of your ability as a man when you step into the restroom to take care of business. It delays it by a critical, a precious second to three seconds. Don't put yourself in that spot. Go with the right route. Go with the modern technology that is zippers. All right, we're back for uh, for the second quarter here. Is Great commercial one, there. Is I it can one, support that movement. Is it 145 already? Yes. When the second quarter was supposed to start. <laughs> we're to... running long, apparently. Yeah, wow. apparently we had some uh, some referee reviews that uh, delayed the game longer than we thought. So let's kick off the second quarter here. What's the best Thursday night football game this season? Rank, I start with you. Uh, how could you go against the uh, first one? Seahawks, Packers. You didn't, no, you no, didn't, we're going. We're going. You TNF didn't left, games. did you? We're going. We're going NFL Network, CBS, CNF games. So, oh. you said so you Thursday can't night game. Why can't you said Thursday night game? You didn't articulate you that. Well, yeah. It's it's in it's in oh caps. Is it, is it Thursday understood. night football? It's a brand, it, guys. Come is on. Is it implied or inferred? This is a this is a company uh, company question here. All right, go ahead, Rank. It's going to be the it's still uh, the right answer, actually. The yeah, first how is one. it not the first one? Thursday night. I don't know. You guys are. He's playing fast and loose with the rules. He's trying to trip me up here, and I don't, I don't know that I appreciate it. So I'm going to sit here and continue to stall because that was my answer. And then uh, I, I bet you it's Steelers Ravens. I don't know. It's the second one. My hunch is that your answer. I was going to predict that it was not going to be the Titans at the Jags in Week 16. You know what? A That's... Christmas treat Thursday, December 18th. Again, Let me it all is out the window though. If they have Johnny Football, and by the way, you know who else could have Johnny Football? The Tennessee Titans. Everybody has ignored that possibility that they might take him. Ken Wisenhunt, maybe. With yeah, the... Johnny Football seems like a Ken Wisenhunt guy. No, he doesn't. But so you would, what? You would they, think they, from the Matt Leinart experiment. I want anybody, any NFL team that lacks relative heat right now, to want to. I want them to consider it for that reason. So for because suddenly it would become a PR. Um, darling, if 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 you know, you put Johnny Football on the Titans, we would pay a lot more attention to that team, right? Absolutely. All right, uh, handsome. How say you? What's your game, Dave? On Thursday, November the thirteenth, the Miami Dolphins host the Buffalo Bills, but that's not actually the one I'm picking. Hmm. Uh, I'm actually going for a, another one, which was on Thursday night last year, and we all enjoyed it. Um, Thursday, October the twenty third, eighth weekend of the season, the Broncos against the Chargers. 
dandy one. Yeah, the that Chargers was a fun beat one them last once. Time around, wasn't it? Yep, Chargers well. beat them once on that Thursday night, and then almost beat them. People forget they almost went in in, right. the, in the divisional round and beat that team. They were right there with them. And uh, if it weren't for a big throw or two from Manning coming down the stretch, they uh, the Chargers might have won that game. Anyway, I'll go. Uh, of course, I'm going Steelers Ravens, and it's not a homer call. Those two teams almost always play a close game. In fact, I think I'm pretty sure I have to look back and see if 2013 met the standard. Every single game that these two teams have ever played, the final score is 13-10. Every That's single about, time. How, yeah. Um, all right. Next question is. And this is a good one because I've been getting a lot of tweets about it today. Which team should have more primetime games and which team should have less? I don't know what the answer is to that, but I do want to address the fact that there, there are rumors and whispers and such that the league didn't want to give Seattle any uh, primetime games because that, or too many primetime games because they dominated them all and it makes for bad viewing when mm-hmm. it's a blowout. Ergo, the, the league took those away. Handsome, you you have the inside poop. True or false? That doesn't sound like it would be true. What? You know something, don't you? I know nothing. It doesn't sound like it would be true, so you're saying it is true. It just doesn't sound like it, it doesn't would be sound true. like it's true. It Read between sound... the lines. Oh, that's not an answer. That's a that's a politician answer. You know something, don't you? I know nothing. They're a West Coast <laughs> team. Why would the league want? They've already been chagrined enough. Yeah, true. That's just, this is all Giants, we need. I think the Giants need more primetime games. Yeah, I the Giants only have eight of them. Yeah, they're, what are they, they need to do be, for the rest. Of, what's wrong with the other eight games? Without they why need shouldn't the Giants be in primetime every week? They should be the Sunday night game. Who every doesn't week. want to see Eli Manning throwing? Wait a second, what everybody, are you talking about? Everybody loves the Giants. The Giants don't have eight primetime games. They, do they? don't. They have at least they, five. They have a lot. The New they, York Giants have yes. five or the more. The have four primetime games and only one at home, which which is the first. Oh, how do you not why? know this? I just oh, the New York Giants play two Monday night games. Wonderful. A couple of Sunday night games, of course, and a Thursday night game. Sunday Perfect. night. Well, but those can be flexed out now, thankfully. Uh, no, they can be, but not... The but Giants have never had it, a game flexed out. You can only do it twice between weeks 5 and 11, and their, fir- their two Sunday night games are both in that time period. At some point, when, when well, we've kind of talked about it, but one time we have to get together with the Around the League podcast and have a joint venture, a roundtable discussion of the fan base that has the biggest chip on its shoulder and this is all the Seahawks fans needed was some reason to feel like the league is sliding them with uh, with the the Seahawks fans. You guys won the Super Bowl. You don't need to continue to argue that you don't have to you don't have to defend your team anymore. Don't you see? You're over the hump. People who walk around with a chip on their shoulder are the fans of teams who never have won anything. You now have a Lombardi Trophy. Ergo. Lighten up. No one's disrespecting your team anymore. All right, you're the world champs. That's that. Don't buzz me. No, what it's halftime, guys. It's halftime. Wow. What about the, what about know, the, the two minute warning? A, a twi- yeah, right. Yeah. What the? What the? What the? Different stuff? rules, guys. Different rules. We actually have halftime entertainment, guys. Oh, you know what? I'm sorry. I bl- I, I missed it. I blended the two together there. The reason you did that, uh, you, you sounded the buzzer, was because we got a tweet from at Justin Street. Who asked basically the question that we just addressed there about the Seahawks getting Jason Street's right. brother? Right. So now it's halftime. Do we ha- we have a band? Yeah, we do have a band. It's our Bruno very- Mars. Uh, not quite. Try again. Janet Jackson and one of her bosoms. <laughs> not quite. It's our very own Dave Damashek, a very special number. And uh, take a listen, guys. Oh. 
Oh, this is my tribute to L.A. King, Anjay Kopitar. Anjay. Anjay. Your why other teams are crying. When you're skating round the rink, other teams are drove to drink. Anjay Kopitar is here. Anjay. All right, enough. Enough of that junk. Please. That's beautiful. You know what? I did. I started out. That was when I was on the Adam Carolla radio show a number of years back. And it really started with because I fell in love with the, at the time, San Jose um, winger, Jonathan Chichu. I love the name Chichu, and so I started singing about him. Then Tamu Solani came along. Then it became Chichu and Tamu. Then Yarko Rutu, Tuomo Rutu, Anjay Kopitar. Oh, the NHL is the best names. But the NFL is getting more and more good names. I could see me doing a song or two about Barkevius Mingo. Yeah, there you go. Mm-hmm. Maybe. Maybe we should work on that, Black Make that happen. Let's do that for a future date. Now on to the third quarter. And this one is called... Wait, I did, like that he even gave each quarter a, a title. And did we point out that the Seahawks have four primetime games? Yes. Your Super Bowl champions... Four prime. In case you're just joining the show, I didn't ask show. you. Do you think that? Do you think there's some? They have four primetime games, but the only one at home, and which is and the first game of the season. The Giants have five. Well, Nobody, what do you think, is, Rank? You think there's some? You, there's something afoot here. What's the deal? Why are the Giants so well regarded? What have they done? Because they're in the biggest market. But nobody, do you know a giant? I don't know a single Giants fan. Well, we live as, about as far away as we could, but I, do you I, not I, I'm, know, do you I'm not playing, know, like I'm playing 80? Devil's Damashek because I really have gone through life without knowing. For for don't you the know, team in New York City, you would think that you would know more. I know more Jets fans than I know Giants fans. Wait, like if you if you walk down in our newsroom, that, but that doesn't mean every anything, other person's but, yeah. a Jets fan. I know about eighty Yankees fans. I don't know a single person. I know, but they're way more. If you went to New York City, you find way more Giants fans than Jets fans. Tom Connolly, I forgot. He's he's a guy from New England who's a Giants fan. I know, you know. Yeah, listen, I know some Giants fans, but But you would think it it would be one. I, if I had the list based it's purely anecdotal, but to me, the people, the biggest fan bases would be the Steelers and Cowboys. Um, the the Packers and Raiders would be in the second tier, and I mean the yeah the bear oh the Bears probably mm-hmm. have more oh the Bears that's another one Jet Jet seems to I mean whether I'm just unlucky I just stumble across a lot of Jets fans no Jet I, I think if you I'm, like I, I know say, but I'm saying in, in my life I stumble across Jets fans the whole time the name of this quarter this chapter whatever you want to call mm-hmm. it the black tie is giving it. Strength of schedule. Strength. How did you come up with that, Black Tie? Because we're going to talk about strength of schedule. Oh, I, I see. Can I answer? Is that a cool to answer for you? I don't know if that's what inspired it. Um, all right, handsome. Better regular season record: the Broncos or Seahawks. Broncos have the second toughest. The Seahawks have the sixth toughest schedule by the people who figure such things out. I mean, which I guess is based on previous seasons, the opponents. Uh, it is, which means nothing, because last year, right. if you'd had the Texans on your schedule at this time, you'd be going, "Oh no, we've got to play right? the Texans." Yeah, and that's it doesn't mean anything. I'm going to say that the Seahawks ha- are going to have a 
tougher time next season and therefore a um, a worse record because that their, their whole division is very good. Whereas the Broncos, comparatively, yes, last year there were two other playoff teams in the AFC West, but I don't think that that means that any of us believe that they're comparable to the strength of the 49ers, the Rams, and the Cardinals, you know, com- comparing the Chargers, the Chiefs, and the Raiders. So Frank? I'm going to say that the, yeah, the Seahawks, worse record than the Broncos. Adam? I'm going to disagree. Okay. I'm going to disagree because a lot of times teams that win the Super Bowl have a huge uh, defection of players, and the Seahawks don't seem to have that. Everybody, I mean, they lost Golden Tate and they a couple of pieces here and there, but it seems like They're predominantly the same team. Everybody, yeah. yeah, the same team is returning. Pete Carroll has coached multiple championship teams, back-to-back teams, going back to his – I'm thinking of his days at USC. He's the right coach to handle this. On the other side, you look at Denver – and I understand that they brought in a lot of high-priced players. You know, DeMarcus, mm-hmm. it seems like a good idea. It seems like all these guys will come in and gel and be great. But we've seen it in the past. We've seen teams could like... Could be very Eaglesy. It yeah. could go very Dream Team Eaglesy with exactly. the names that they have are not mm-hmm. necessarily it's, guys in 2014 that are going to be dynamite. Right. They're just, just great names. Right. It's like Carl Malone going to the Lakers. It's like the 1995 yes. Miami Dolphins. Exactly, yes. There you go. Good examples all. Perfect. Ah, uh, listen. Chris Wessling, uh, around the league scribe, mm-hmm. convinced me because um, I said, you know, my, my thinking is that the Seahawks are—they're not in trouble. They're going to make the playoffs, and I, as of right now, have them winning that division again. Again, I've said it uh, many times. I think the Niners are going to regress a little bit, but I think the Cardinals and Rams are both going to be better than they were last year. I, though, also think the AFC West has a chance to be good. The Chiefs should be about where they were last year. The Chargers are very quietly going to be a good team, I think. And the Raiders aren't junk, at least. And that's damning with faint praise. But they were, you know, they were hot garbage last year. This year they should be, you know, not a complete punchline. But Wesling convinced me that I was wrong, that the Chargers are not, in fact, all that great in 2014, Mm-mm. that the Chiefs are going to fall back quite a bit and that the Raiders remain at least warm garbage. So well, they the have thing- the better. So that's six games there. But we went through that Broncos schedule. You heard how tough it was. I think Broncos go 11-5. and five. I think the Seahawks go 12-4. and four. So I'll say the Broncos. I here's, would- here, here's the Seahawks' Week 11 to Week 16 schedule. Chiefs, Cardinals, Win. Niners, Loss. Eagles, Win. Niners, Win. Cardinals. What has to do with where those games are, too? Fair enough, but still. It's, well, it's yeah, but they have to slate. fly a long way to do that. It's a pretty tough slate right there. So your answer is the Seahawks. What do you think their record's going to be, Black Tie? Are they going to uh, win the division? I don't know. I don't Seahawks know. win they, their division, everybody? I would think so. They play the Cardinals to finish the season. How about that? Yeah, what about division so We already title? talked about the Cardinals have a tough start know, to the right. season. There's going to be these teams that fall off. I don't. Um, St. Louis isn't going to be as good as everybody wants them to be. Arizona, the schedule for Arizona. Who wants them to be? Who's rooting for them? They're coming to L.A. Don't worry, fella. They're going to be the Rams in Los Angeles in two, three years from now. I don't know that I'm in on that anymore. Really? I've really, I've enjoyed the Beardom. The Beardom. Beardom. You won't root for the Rams. Breaking Mm. news. You won't become, you won't return to being a Rams fan. You know, it's not as automatic as I like that. That's that's a moral conundrum for the ages. It's not as automatic as it once was. Two years ago. Who are you jiving? By the way, an under-the-radar thing is that the Seahawks brought back Sidney Rice after they waived him, 
And if he could ever be healthy, when he's healthy, that is a legitimate upgrade over Golden Tate. If he's if he's ready to go this season, then I like their pass catchers better than they had last year. Um, all right. Which playoff team will miss the playoffs due to a difficult strength of schedule? Rank, I start with you. Does it have to be because of the strength of schedule or because they nah. just made some troubling moves? How about a team that everybody likes Panthers. and a lot of people like? Panthers, Panthers are going to take a yeah, step back. We should, dip, we should dip into this Panthers schedule, if you don't mind me, because I was going to say the same thing, Adam, oh, no, and please. I think we could double-team this one and then kind of maybe move this on so that Black Tie doesn't blow a whistle Hey, us. man. Hey, man, you're taking too long. Talking so, too much football. In Right in the middle of the season, in a week seven onwards, the, the Panthers go to the Bengals – to the Packers, then they come home again a week later, host the Seahawks, host the Saints, then go to the Eagles on Monday night. Mm. Goodbye playoffs. Yes. Mm-hmm. And they don't have any receivers. Yes, and that also. And that's all sandwiched by playing the Bears at home, and then the Falcons on the back end, who I think should be a better team. Right. And the meat of their schedule is troubling for them. Well, here's a team that has a real shot at uh, not making the postseason. We talked about them on our podcast earlier this week, and it was pretty good stuff, actually. It was the three of us here in Studio 66 arguing Andy Dalton versus Geno Smith versus Mike Vick and what those two teams should do with their quarterback spots. And the the Bengals, man, they've got a rough ride if the Ravens are going to be effective throwing the football. If that offense gets back and it looks like they're fully now committing to going from being a run-based team to a pass-first team with Steve Smith, who's you know come, obviously going to have a chip on his shoulder. But if the Ravens are good and the Steelers are you know back to yeah, – that's being presumptuous, but let's say they do get – you know, to being a halfway decent team again and get to, say, 10 wins. And if the Browns with that defense, think about who the Bengals have to play. They have to play the Broncos. They have those first-place matchups now that they have to go through. They have to play the Broncos. They have to play the Patriots in prime time. They have to go to the Saints. That's a guaranteed loss. Um, I think that's a team that uh, maybe circles well, that. a team that's going to miss the playoffs. That three-game stretch at the Saints, at the Texans, at the Buccaneers, those are easily three games that they will that they will lose. Yeah, it's interesting because I have praised this team for being so loaded, but I lose. wonder about Marvin Lewis. He they three straight playoff, but the, you know that thing of the message wearing thin on your players. Marvin Lewis has been there forever. What is he? The longest tenured guy now, mm-hmm. you know, behind Belichick. Him, yeah. Yes. Oh, they're same. They came in at the no. same time. No, no, he's second. No, no. Um. Anyway, yeah, I circled the Bengals there. All right, this one comes from at Ben Krellen. What will be the highest and lowest scoring games of the season? Wow, without looking at it, how about that one uh, Titans at Jags? Some scores in on Thursday night football tend to be a little depressed, you know, the 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 play. Although that was that that, that became a an old wives tale. This thing that Thursday night games are terrible, the quality of play. If you go back and look at it, the Thursday night games gained steam as as the season went along. There were some true. Uh, there were some true. good games. It started there, off pretty games. bad. They were atrocious early, but the games got better. And then the Monday night games were the stinkers. If you go through it, that uh, that's the way it played out. But I, I legitimately, I'll go Titans and Jags because Gus Bradley's defense should be better for for them and. That's um, the lowest scoring game of the year. Well, how do I know? I don't. No, know. I'm, I'm just. just I'm out. just making sure that. You're... All right, I'll go. Um, Colts, I think, are going to be just about unstoppable offensively. So, who's the worst defensive team? The Colts. I'm trying to think of. 
Uh, well, you can use a beatdown for, you know, you. I, I, I'll What's go this, with. Whipping or I would go with. Um, I would go points. with uh, October 26th, the Packers at the Saints. That that should be high score. Sunday night football. I can see that. How about how about week two? One. Eagles at Colts. That's, that's a, good a one dandy, too. That, That's 42 49. That's it. You Thank got you. it right. Thanks, dude. I like I'm going to say week 13, November 27th, Thanksgiving morning, Chicago Bears 59. The LLL Lions oh, 21. I can't believe one of my favorite traditions. I guess it wasn't that uh, favorite uh, this year because I didn't do it yet. What are the Thanksgiving games? What? You haven't seen this oh, I know it's the Seahawks. I know the, I know the, the Niners other, three and them, are hosting three the Seahawks. Them, it's going to be difficult to know when. And then the Lions. Okay, who's the, who do the Lions have? The Bears. The Lions had the oh, Bears. I saw Rank's tweet about that last night. I mean, that, night, right? that is flat-out exciting. Bears, Lions to start it off. They've played some good. They had, do you know, as a Bears wonk, as a longtime Bears yeah. fan, Rank, do you remember when the guy started overtime by returning the kickoff for a touchdown? Was it Eddie Payton? No, no, no. no, no. wasn't it Eddie was, Payton. Uh, now I can't think of was the guy's it Gilbert? name. Gilbert? No. Uh, what was his name? It was in the 80s. It was probably about 1979, 80, 81-ish, somewhere around there. Yeah, it was a I remember the guy had a funny uh, running stride for a kick Eddie, return. No, it was... Um, it, was not, uh, it was not Walter Payton's brother. Um, that is in, that's not a joke, in fact. I'm sure some people don't know that. Eddie Payton Eddie was Payton. Walter's brother. His played. older brother. Um, Wait, and was a good older? kick returner was the thing he did best. Um, okay, so then who do the Cowboys host? Redskins? They play host to the oh! Eagles. Oh my God! It's the greatest Thursday Thanksgiving I've ever heard. Oh my God! I'm, 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 I'm up on cloud nine. Hey, do you want more gravy? No can do. I'm it up was, here on cloud nine. By the way, it was Dave Williams who returned the opening kickoff. I should have gotten that one. Ninety-five yards for the winning touchdown. There's another thing too. You never need to say game winning. Winning will suffice. Yeah, that's a the, good point. The winning yeah. touchdown. It mm-hmm. wasn't a game-winning mm-hmm. touchdown. It was a winning touchdown. But I like that the Bears will be leading off Thanksgiving. We can get in some crepuscular drinking and get the day started. What does started. that mean? I saw you say that. What is that? It's uh, like jaguars are crepuscular because they hunt in twilight, like early in the dawn or right when the sun's setting. Oh, I like I Listen. So, cause, well, if there's I, anything I like better the older I get than drinking in the sun it's drinking at the crack of dawn under it's, the cloak of night as as night turns today. It's the best. And now because uh, a number of times I've gone out, I probably shouldn't say this, they're not work trips, but I've had to make some flights recently. And if I'm in the airport and it's 7 a.m., I'm like, forget it. I'm drinking a beer. Who sure, cares? sure. There's a place in, uh, in the time Buffalo. Is just, time is suspended at the airport. You know what's terrific? At the Buffalo airport. I like when I like when a city's airport represents the local fare. You know, I know it's not as good. New Orleans makes you can go into the New Orleans airport and get some gumbo, but it's not as good. But at least you get the thing that you can do in the Buffalo airport is get wings, and they're right. actually pretty good. I guess it's hard to screw wings up, yeah, but wings they are, are pretty difficult. good. The wings you know, are good in most. Areas. But they are. The, but listen, I. But the point is, what like Rank just said, I had a flight at eight eight thirty. A couple of years ago in the AM, yeah, I had a beer and some wings. Why it was, not? It was wonderful. Why not? You know who does the best job of having local fare is the Long Beach Airport. They don't have a national chain. and I mean, it's a small airport anyways. They don't have a national chain. It's all local, like Taco Surf and all these other, Alex's I Bar. I like that. All these cool places. Chicago does all right. Midway Airport is the one that does the better, the authentic Chicago food. 
O'Hare, the much bigger airport, has all the places from Chicago, but it's like, you know, it's third-rate representation of it. If you're into that um, early morning drinking, Dave, I, I'm sure you're aware <laughs> that when, when the Dolphin, oh, sorry, when the, the, um, the mid, middle London game, end of October, the Falcons host the Lions, that game is actually being played out of the normal two time windows. Oh, right. It'll be on at 6.30 a.m. Pacific. Oh, no way. 9.30 a.m. Eastern. So they're actually, it's three games. Wait, I when is it? Wait, what, what week is it? It's, it's uh, week eight. What Sunday, October do? the 26th. Are we in that? So when we're doing Fantasy Live. It'll the, be going that on. That game will be going on. In fact, it may have ended. It'll be all finished. Before, no, I don't know. It'll be our, still going as go, you're going. Yeah, we'll be going 8.30 here. Oh, man. I might I might do that show drunk. I love that. And I <laughs> Can you cut that bit out? It's a good out, idea. <laughs> I don't think we should. I think it's a great idea. But someone will hold on to it, and then they'll go. And Adam Often, when he's performing on in Fantasy Live, looks like he may be a little drunk. Someone wow. will say, I hey, remember bud. back in. Hey, bud. Oh. Hey, bud. Elliot Harrison here, here, sitting right next to you today. I remember that podcast you did about six months ago, back in April. Can and I smell you your breath? I can tell you're drunk now. Can I and smell I'm your breath, to, Adam? I'm gonna have to go ahead and talk about it right now on <laughs> national TV. I'm gonna have to let it let, let the uh, cat out of the bag there. Just real quick, that last question did come from at Ben Krenlin. I read it. He did said that? Okay, just making um, sure. Just giving a man props. Why can't we? Speaking of odd start times, I advocated after we got that gem. I don't remember what happened. Was it raining or thundering or something? But they pushed that. Raiders and Chargers game oh, yeah. tonight to Sunday night, like late Sunday night. I think it was a what did it start like ten o'clock East Coast or yes. something? I want that. Oh, why can't they put those? If they can do Thursday nights and Monday nights, why can't we have a late? Uh, see, you should be leading the charge on this rank as a West Coast guy. Right. Give choose the worst game of the season. Right. Choose the worst game out there. All right. And I mean, of of the week, and put that one on the West Coast and play it. Well, why don't they do? Why don't they do that? The second Monday night game in Week One is always late to people. Right. That, they should do that every. Although I do the updates, after like last year, I did the update after that second Monday night game. I was here till past midnight waiting to be. Uh oh, we have to go on to the fourth quarter because I just remembered I have to go out and uh, shoot something right now at two thirty. Uh, local time and it's two twenty seven. I wanted to, I wanted to go right to sixty minutes because it fit your your precious schedule here. You did sixty minutes worth of action here. We're almost through a full four quarters here. Sixty minutes on the dot, but I got to run. How about rank brings you it home? Have a little bit of time. You Why? Do. You, you still have about five ten minutes here. You're fine. Oh, they said oh, that. Yeah, yeah. You can go. Whoever everyone, said said it's all yeah. right. We don't have to be two thirty. Okay. Yep. Good. So you know, Dave. Everyone pads. Whenever they ask you to come for something, they always tell you ten minutes earlier than, uh, or maybe fifteen. Don't tell you know why? Is. You know why they do that? That's though, because right? he, it's when he becomes aware. Because they want to spend more time with you. No, they do that because my time is more precious than anyone yes. else's. All right. I that's like when what? people say that. I like when people. You know, when you show up late to things, that says to everybody else that you think you are more important than they are. Of course you yes. are. Yes. The, the Thank most, you. The most important person Everybody you gets is that you. then? Everybody understands that then? So then what are we arguing about? Let's just, uh, I would argue, no. Um, okay, so let's, the fourth quarter, the 2014 NFL playoff teams are, I'm sorry, I don't want to be anticlimactic. I can't answer that yet. I I, I have integrity, Black Tie. I'm not going to tell you who I think are in the. This is your first crack at it. Come on. No one's saying you're going to stick to this. Because uh, I don't weeks, like putting them out there right and now, then change them. Looking at the schedule, you're not going to put this in print. Tell us who you think the playoff teams will be. All right. I think the Ravens are going to win the AFC North. 
I think the Patriots are going to win the AFC East. Mm-hmm. I think – I don't have to say I think in front of every single nope, one. Nope, you can just say it. Right. We'll um, get it. The South is the Colts. They're your number one seed. I said that a couple weeks ago. Look at their schedule if you don't believe me. And the Broncos will win the West. I will say your two wild cards. Excuse me. Your two wild cards. I'm going to go with their return. They have to get back. The Steelers. It's uh, Listen, it's April. I can be a homer. I'm going to say the Steelers won and two, the Chiefs will get back. Um, get back. That's, that's as yeah, that's- unexciting a list as you could possibly have, though. I just put all the teams back in there with the exception of the Steelers. Mm-hmm. That stinks. And that's the one thing, too, is everybody who believes that the Chiefs are going to take a step back is that team is immensely talented. They had all those pro bowlers the previous year before Andy Reid got there. What if they get old Dale Beckham or, or someone like that to, Andy, to go alongside Dwayne Bowe? That'll be, that'll be a great pass attack. And Andy Reid is one of the most consistent coaches going. And so they have the top one of the top two or three running backs in the game, too. Yeah, the, the, and the defense remains loaded. The Chargers are the team that's in trouble. Mm, all right. I don't know. Go ahead, Rank. So that's my AFC for you. Yeah, I'm going to join you with the Patriots, Ravens, Colts, Broncos. Gosh, that, okay, so the the Ravens are new, and then I would go Kansas City, hold, no, no, wait, Houston is going to be back. And then I'm going to say, you know what, the heck with it. I'm going to say the Buffalo Bills Handsome. as your surprise team. I'm going to say the Patriots, mm-hmm. the Ravens. The Colts, mm-hmm. the Broncos, the Houston Texans, I agree with you. Yeah, I, I like they're, that one. They're jumping back in. And the Miami Dolphins. Dolphins. I could, <laughs> I could go that way. No, no, no. I don't, I don't think I, it's fine. Look, if I, don't, if I don't say that now, if in, if in April, be- right. even before the draft has happened, that I this don't is think the time. my team is going to be a wild card team, then I'm. what's the point? Exactly. This is, if it's no other time, that, this is when you should do it. It's coming right. from that division. Yes. Your number one seed in the AFC, in the NFC Again, I don't think they're better than anybody else. I like their schedule. If I wish my team played this schedule, um, the New Orleans Saints. They're almost unbeatable at home, and their schedule sets up beautifully. Their toughest road games are, I think, at Dallas, at Pittsburgh. And there's one other one that you're kind of like, eh, it's not easy, but it's not hard. Right. Um, this, of course, ignores the teams that they have to play in their division, which, by the way, as of now, don't look terribly um, rugged, like a rugged trio. Then number two, Seattle. Then the Packers, who I am on record as saying will be your champion this year. They are going to win oh, the Super geez. Bowl this year. Um, but Who's going to be their quarterback? I don't understand why that is. I mean, no, I don't you even understand I, the honestly, argument you're no, trying to make. It is. That. You could mad what, that lib Aaron Rodgers isn't could, that good. He's not you, a winner. You could mad lib every. All your arguments for Aaron Rodgers are mad libs of people, of oh all the God. paid Manning fanboys. Oh, is that ridiculous? Blaming other people. That is uh, so honestly, absurd. I will say this, though. Aaron Rodgers is one Super Bowl-less season away from being in that conversation. I was looking at him. Looking yeah, but at you know he won shit. a Super Bowl, though, right? He's won one, exactly. So just is, like Manning did. So is Peyton Manning. If he, if he goes this season. In a third season, of the time. He's not a 39-year-old man. He's if he goes this season without of, winning a Super Bowl, you're going to start thinking. Is this season? So when does Tom Brady get into that into that same conversation? Tom Brady's won multiple. When he goes another year without winning his second Super Bowl. By the way, I'm not. He's got three. I'm not a school of thought that thinks, oh, the Super Bowl ranks determine 
Rodgers, who's the best quarterback. It's a team game. That's that's just, just too simplistic. But for you guys, I that, don't make it that simplistic. For you guys that everybody think that want, way. everybody who argues in favor of guys who haven't won enough use that. They go to you're being too simplistic. No, no. I understand that there are other factors. Now, listen, I don't want to get into that conversation, but it is silly to say Aaron Rodgers is somehow chokes in the club. You think Aaron Rodgers doesn't come through in big moments? How about how he beat the Bears in Chicago when the season was on the line? Because Julius Peppers couldn't make the sack. Oh, at least he's on the Packers now. He sidestepped it and and threw the season-clinching touchdown pass. Jared Allen makes that play. Philadelphia Eagles are going to cruise in the in the East, but look at their schedule, and you'll see that it's pretty tough. And so the Eagles are going to win the division, but they're a four seed. Then I don't know. I don't, just a Bears, I think. Bears are going to be good. I think Bears are going to be real good. And uh, I'll say the Cardinals to shake it up and to support my theory that uh, the 49ers are going to be like 9-7 and seven this year. Handsome Hank, I'll say you. I think the Eagles win the East. I think the Packers win the North. I think the Saints win the South. I think the um, Seahawks win the West. I think the 49ers are a, a wild card team. And I think the Washington Redskins are a wild card team. All right. I mean, listen, I think they could be really good, except then I'm, I'm oh, yes, they hired Jay Gruden. Then I, I and then I, I, don't know. I, I, I don't, abandoned I mean, that. Like, after a season, I'll tell you, but who, who knows? I don't he hasn't know. Been I, a head coach. He was I great know. with the Orlando Predators in the Arena yeah. Football League. I know enough to not assume that I know better than, than people who have interacted and worked with some of these coaches out there. And the guys who have done that, who have been around these guys day to day, watched them scheme um, for an opponent and all that – are surprised that Jay Gruden is a head co- is a, an offensive coordinator, let alone in the NFL, let alone a head coach. Well, this is I, last year. I was I, having conversations with guys, and they were saying, "I can't believe Jay Gruden continues to be a coordinator at this level, and now he's a head coach at this level." But a head coach, a that's head perfect. coach does le- maybe I know, that's fair he does point. less of the coordinating, and he does more of just the overall management. And Jay I Gruden, know, but it wasn't you know they didn't hire John though. I'm well aware of that. That's Jay fine. Gruden I don't know has if they been know a head that. coach in the Arena Football League and say what you want about it. At least he has the experience of being the head football coach of a team and doing all the things that come with that. That's another good one, too, that we should head add to the list coach. is say whatever you want. Say whatever <laughs> you say want. Football. No, no, no. The, the say, say whatever you want. Say whatever you want. <laughs> That's a good. Say whatever you want is always, of course, you're saying something bad about somebody. Yes. If you pre- pre- uh, preface it. I've had people do that to me. Say whatever you want about Damashek. At least you got to give them whatever. And like, well, that hurts my feelings. You're that, saying that, that there's nothing other good about people, me. Well, other people are saying bad things about you is what it yeah, means. Yeah, I guess I'm, I, it's better than people saying, like, say whatever you want about Damashek because he's a zero. So there's yeah. nothing good to say. So say whatever you want. That's Rank true. your playoff teams. That's uh, Can you guys identify the offensive coordinator for the Redskins? I just looked him up and now I've, In closed, a room? I've closed the page and I can't remember his name now. Jim Zorn. Jim Zorn is not correct. It's Sean McVay. So, oh, yeah. Sean. He's yeah. like he's 26 years he old looks, or something. He looks he's like true. he's re- he looks like he's related to Gronkowski. Former he's good. tight ends coach. Yeah, he well, look at Jordan Reed. So, there you go. Is he Todd's brother? You know. Cuz then he at least would understand personnel theoretically. It's mm. McVay, not McShay. Oh. Oh, never mind then. <laughs> All right, Out then. The window. You know what? That's not going to stop me from picking the Washington Redskins to be your AFC East champion. AFC so, East champion. Or the NFC <laughs> East. Yeah, that team. They switched. Uh, NFC North. You obviously. guys have heard about what the Eagles did, right? They're going to be great. Why would they possibly not be better than they were last year and they won Are the they? division? Are they? 
Nick I Foles. Don't, I don't know. A lot of people seem to have questions. The offensive a line's going to be a lot better, so that's uh, that'll help Nick Foles. The weird thing to me is a lot of people who scout the NFL, who I've talked to, have led me to believe that the Eagles still don't believe in Nick Foles, even though he was fantastic last year. Interesting. And a lot of people are like, yeah, that's why they got Mark Sanchez. And I'm like, okay, I'm I'm in. Mark Sanchez, I'm going to pick him on my fantasy team. They got the they got the Lions in Week 16. By the way, the isn't that we haven't talked about that? That's a pretty interesting. We won't do it now, but that's a fun backup battle. Matt Barkley versus Mark Sanchez. Isn't great, yeah. That's a, that's a fun one. I haven't thought about that. Oh yeah. Those two guys going head to head. All they needed was Matt Leinart, and it would have been think, perfect. Was Matt Barkley? Was uh, Mark Sanchez ever Matt Barkley's sort of mentor? He no. must have been. Yeah, no, Matt Barkley started as a freshman. He's so, yeah, so Sanchez is Sanchez leaves. left, and that left, uh, that allowed Barkley to well, start. Well, surely they've kibitzed. I of bet, course, yeah. recruiting. And Maybe on his recruiting visit, Mark Sanchez took him out on the town. I'm pretty sure they'd known each other. Um, they don't have to be introduced. That's pretty fun. But what if Matt Barkley, that's the end of Mark Sanchez. If Matt Barkley in his second season beats out Sanchez, then who would ever go get Sanchez again? That could, not, be, not, that could be the end of his NFL career, right? Not happening. Guys, as we end, I just want to say. Wait, can I go through my division my playoff teams? Nope. He did, nope. Black Tie said no. Redskins. Okay. Of course, the Bears are going to win the NFC North. I'm gonna go, don't laugh at that. Your uh, New Orleans Saints will win the South. We will go with Seattle in the NFC West with your playoff teams being the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and the Green Bay Packers. All right. What did you have to say, Black Tie? Sound the horn. Just as you said, this is... We went into overtime, to be fair. Just as you said, Sanchez might be done if uh, Barkley wins that job. This is the first NFL season in about three, four years where there's really no hint or sounds of Tebow. No Tebow at all. No Tebow at all. So... Until you just mentioned it. Well, yes. Yeah, so this is officially the He's end of it. He's back! You know, last season it was like, oh, Next podcast, all Tebow. Hour of Tebow power. Next uh, next podcast. All right, listen. Here's what I want to do, Black Tie. Next week, we're chasing Ike Taylor, who fancies himself a personnel guy, and he has some serious thoughts legitimately about what the Steelers are going to do. I think he might know something. I think he actually involves himself with Kevin Colbert and the decision makers. It. Last time he was on the show, he said that much. He I like, know yes. he talks to them. He clearly does handsome. He does talk oh, to I them. Oh, I know he talks to them during the season. He's not calling them in April. I listen. I think he maybe does. He goes to the facility. What do you think? Kevin Colbert works in the, some ivory tower. I'm sure he's at this time of year. Yes, general managers, personnel guys are in an ivory tower, and, the, right. and that, the room isn't admit is not like, hey, stroll on I in. Taylor isn't some bum who's been there for three years. He's been there. He's a long tenured guy. I bet you they he can go in there and talk to Kevin Colbert and say, I think you should do this. Anything to plug uh, rank? I you know, like I say, go check out NFL.com for the all time draft of 2014. Yeah, what do we do? I got some stuff out there. We got uh, NFL.com slash Adam Rank. Also, I got things. <laughs> what well, depends when somebody's reading this? If you're reading it next week. Just say you have this, that, and the other out there. We're going to do an all-time mock draft coming up for the uh, – uh, we'll talk about that next week. Mm. Ooh, for fantasy. For fantasy? No. Star Wars characters. Ah. May the 4th is coming up. Um, and oh, Black, a black Tie Sorry. is going to be – posting soon on nfl.com i believe my conversation with hugh jackman star of x-men uh what's it called days of future days of future past. past i'm excited for this picture yeah, yeah it should be, be a good. good one um all right so uh so so that'll be up there soon as a uh, fast bender in it he's great 
That's yeah, funny. he is good. He's good in awesome. everything. He's my favorite character he's done is uh, in um, Inglorious Bastards. Yes. That's what a great. That's one of the best scenes in the last decade in any movie. All right. Well, listen. We'll be back with uh, more Hooey and Applesauce for you at the, the in the early part of next week. But in the meantime, thanks so much, football fans. It's been a thin slice of heaven. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. When you pull up to game night in the all-new Camry, but it's actually bingo night. Mini golf, anyone? It's a Camry vibe. The all-new, all-hybrid Camry. Toyota. Let's go places. Thinking of popping the question? Diamonds Direct has an offer you can't miss. This month only, buy a natural diamond engagement ring of 1 carat plus and receive a free natural 1 carat diamond tennis bracelet valued at $2,000. Imagine giving her the ring of her dreams and her wedding gift all at once. No one provides education, selection, and value like Diamonds Direct. Your chance to get a free tennis bracelet from your friends at Diamonds Direct won't last long. Details at DiamondsDirect.com.